to the This Makes Me Uncomfortable podcast, where we discuss all the things that make us uncomfortable. I'm your co-host, Allura. I'm your other co-host, Jade. And today, we are graced with the presence of a queen, the absolute best human being that we know. She is so wise beyond her years, a truly loving and caring individual, and absolutely brilliant. It is our honor to have Miss Alessi on our podcast. Ah! Shirt off. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, Alessi. hi, Alessi. Hi. <clears throat> How the hell are ya? I'm doing well. Just chilling. How are you guys? Fan freaking tastic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know we're a balance. So probably by Very the end of so. this, it may have flipped. I'll feel better, and Alora will feel worse. So. That's what we're looking Most for, definitely. you know, our, mm-hmm. our ancient cultures tell us that balance is the way. So <laughs> how do you, how does it feel to be on a podcast, Alessi? Are you feeling extra red carpet right now? Just a little. I'm very excited. Glad about the uh, topics that we have at hand today. Oh, yes. Yes. Yay. So before we get into our topics, do you want to tell our fine listeners, just tickle their earlobes a little bit with a little bit about you, who you are, yeah, what sure. you're doing, what you love, what you hate? Yeah. So um, obviously, you guys know my name is Alessi. Um, I just turned 20 years old. Uh, I am an English major. I love all things English. I love, I want to be an English professor and like teach. It's going to be super fun. Um, love that. I also sell Spam Musubi just for funsies, but mm-hmm. it's super just good. Just like English majors do. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's just fits the vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. So, as our title suggests, this is all about getting uncomfortable, girl. Yes. So this mm-hmm. is like a wedgie for an hour. This is going to be emotional. <laughs> an emotional wedgie. <laughs> so we're going to start off by talking about, uh, you know, what's making us uncomfortable today? Or, you know, what's really digging under our skin lately? Allura, mm-hmm. do you want to get us started with something super uncomfortable to make people cringe? Okay. Um, so I had this thought last night. Oh, no. Late night thoughts with Alora. It's going to get weird. I had this thought. And usually I'm, like, always, like, 100% against it. But something in me is just, like, let's experiment. And oh, murder? <laughs> no. Um... I was thinking of maybe starting doing some dating apps. Oh! (laughs) That is the best answer. I was not expecting that. And my heart freaking soared like a Disney cartoon. I know. So, I'm... I like tried calling my best friend last night and she didn't answer. And I was like, when I needed you most. Um, um, I didn't get a call from you last night. 
usually I'm very much against like anti dating apps because serial killers, you know, stranger mm-hmm. danger. Yeah, and all the plus I hate things. everyone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. A couple months ago, I was with this other girl, and we were just like talking, and then she showed me her Hinge profile, and I was like, <laughs> "What is fun like social experiment?" Um, and then I was out to happy hour the other night, and my this other girl, <laughs> my other friend was also showing me, and I was just like, "Interesting." Kind of want to just fuck around. <laughs> with people (laughs) okay so we've already identified the clip we're pulling for this episode i (laughs) don't want to fuck around (laughs) no seriously (laughs) so i don't know what's come over me okay what was the allure if you will (laughs) (laughs) you know uh, what is the allure for you allura Mm -hmm. I mean, what was it about seeing their profiles that made you go, ooh? I don't know. It just seemed fun. And then um, I just feel like I need the validation sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, like, I never go out because I'm, like, 60 years old, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Geriatric. Well, and I But think- it's not like I necessarily want to, like, date people. So you just I kind of around. Around. <laughs> yeah yeah you, you just want a little bit of validation without having to commit to actually spending time with someone face to face right I get it because if you think about it I mean you're not even that active on Instagram but you're always getting creeps who you know want to be your sugar daddy so I just want right. to prepare you though when you create this dating profile. Whatever you write down, like you could write down that you eviscerate and eat babies' entrails. Just like, they're not going to read it. They're going to look at your picture and you're going to get 5,000 fucking, I don't know, hearts or I don't know, like raised dick emoji, Sports. whatever it is they do to show they're right. interested. You're going to get 5,000 of those a day. So prepare yourself. You say you want validation, you're going to get like an avalanche of it. And I also, I think I also just want it for entertainment as well. Mm-hmm. Because I send you all the sugar daddy DMs. Love and them. It gives us a laugh. So I feel like this could also make great content for the pod. Oh, so we're doing it for the story too. For the, for the art. <laughs> for the art, yeah. We're doing it for the content. I'm so dedicated. Um, well, you know what? My sister, who is significantly younger than I am and infinitely more beautiful than I am she's on dating profiles and I'm not gonna give too much away um because that's her her personal business but once she was showing me her profiles and some of the funny guys who had contacted her and there was one guy who just like cracked open my heart and made me <laughs> just want to browse through because they're so funny not that I would ever do that <laughs> happily married all that but this guy's <laughs> profile picture was him and he was taking it in a mirror, of course, as we do. But it was like turned like that. Oh. And his his pants were lowered just below the butt cheeks. <laughs> just like tenderly. Just like a little a springtime flirt, you know? And you know, oh my God. hairy dude ass. But it would just look so innocent. Like he was just a newborn baby bunny. Oh for some fun and it tickled me so hard 
that I just thought, you know, that would be entertaining if you weren't emotionally invested and you weren't under the delusion of like, oh, I'm going to find my soulmate here. If you're just doing it to fuck around, like you said, then that'll be fun. I can't wait. I'm excited. Okay. Do it. Well, thank you. (laughs) Okay. Next episode, I'll maybe have an update. Yes, that would be great. You know, it would um, give this whole other realm to why love and romance are triggers for us. Oh, 100%. I can't wait to have this, like, completely destroy me later. (laughs) Alessi, since you're such a wordsmith, what what advice would you give Allura for things to put in her profile? Oh, honestly? (gasps) Should we create my profile on the pod? (laughs) Yes. We should. Let's start it That'd be so fun. What do we need to put in Allura's profile? I think you got to make it like really out there. Make yourself sound like super exotic, low key. Cause like we love to fuck with people and just, you know, just put put the shit in there that you know that they're looking for. Like all that. Oh my gosh. All of your pictures should be of you doing hula. And then half of your profile should just be written in Chamorro. Right. (laughs) I'm here for that. Because that would prove that. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And the guys don't care, right? No. Yeah. Not at all. They're like, Hoffa, okay. day. Hoffa, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to make all kinds of funny puns. I can't wait for the funny puns. Okay. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. I think so. I think it's going to be pretty great. I'm going to have some good laughs. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was me. Well, okay, maybe on a similar strain of thought, what's making me uncomfortable is (laughs) I've been thinking a lot about celebrity crushes. Oh, okay. Remote interest. So, Uh okay, I, I like to share the story that is highly embarrassing for me that when I was a kid, I was super lonely because of lots of different reasons. And so I would kind of get obsessed and go into this daydream land where I was like friends with people on TV and I'd have these little crushes on like the guy from Boy Meets World. And, you know, oh we'd gosh. have this like little romance where finally someone understood me. Um, but my best crush, I think, was when I fell in love with Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid. Oh. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, like a cartoon. And I think that, because um, this came up for me just yesterday, because I was just going on to the, the search or explore page on Instagram, and I was looking up, um, I don't know, it was some school or something that I was using for my research, something totally boring that most people don't use Instagram for. So it was nothing sexy. But then I noticed that in the floor page, there was all these pictures of, um, what's his name? Tom Hardy? <laughs> um, Tom Hardy's my husband. I'm, <laughs> and I thoroughly felt, obsessed with that man. Yeah, I felt a little guilty because, you know, he's yours, obviously. <laughs> But I was like, isn't this interesting? Like, I'm looking up, like, University of Hawaii or something, and then Tom Hardy is coming up. And I realized, I clicked on one, and I realized that it's it's not his profile, of course. It's all these people who are creating these. And I know I sound super old of, like, these youngsters today are creating profiles for the Facebook. <laughs> but I was just thinking, is it that 
that same spirit of me when I was seven, when I fell in love with Prince Eric and thought that me and a cartoon were going to live together happily ever Mm -hmm. after. Is that the same spirit that compels grown adults to make Tom Hardy Instagram pages? I think so. Low key. Very much so. Um, Going along with cartoon crushes, did anyone else think Scar from... (laughs) Oh my god. The Lion King. You're pure evil. Oh my god. <laughs> no? Is it just me? Yeah. I thoroughly hate that man. <laughs> Are you kidding? Allura, everybody hates Scar. That's like a barometer of whether you're going to heaven or hell or you know, okay. whatever All right. you believe it's happens fine. after you die. If you like Scar is a measure of your humanity. It's not that I like necessarily like Scar, but as a cartoon character. His characteristics can be somewhat attractive. He's a lion. (laughs) (laughs) He's a cartoon lion. Allura wants to bone evil lions. Got it. No, I thought I wasn't going to be alone in this, but it's fine. No, you're definitely way alone off in the corner with that. Alessi, did you ever have a crush on a cartoon? Uh, honestly, I not that I can think of like actual cartoons. Um, do you have a crush on any Hollywood stars now? Like, I know you're happily in a relationship and you're old people <laughs> married, even though you're mm-hmm. twenty. But um, like, <laughs> who really, who really gets the gears going? <laughs> you know what? Okay, so I'm not gonna lie. I have like a really bad obsession with like Tim Burton movies and mm-hmm. the the dude in Corpses Bride. <gasps> that guy. Oh, like when I was younger, I thought that I was gonna marry him and like be playing the piano with him type. But oh my gosh, um, you're both a little spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Low key, just your hearts are covered in spider webs. Gross. <laughs> I want and Prince Eric. Like, God, what does that say? I know, words? which is very surprising. I know. I know. I was I like, Prince you. Eric. Yeah, I'm a little off center with most things, but Prince Eric is very kind of mainstream metrosexual. Because I'm like, love Little Mermaid, but he just never really was like the topic of uh, discussion for me. Hmm. He just didn't. He just didn't really do anything in the movie. I didn't care about. Yeah, him. he's so vanilla. I know. I maybe this is white supremacy at work. <laughs> <laughs> white supremacy has affected me most by making me fall in love with Prince Eric. Yeah. Okay, so you're Prince Eric. I'm Team Scar, and <laughs> these Team Burton characters. <laughs> Well, I think Alessi gets out of this with the best reputation because you know, <laughs> Maybe. I think yeah. me and you, Allura, we have some mental problems here. With yeah, deep-rooted um, issues we need to figure out. Yeah, you should put pictures of Scar on your dating profile. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, just looking. Put- I'll just put dream yeah. looking for Scar. Um, you Photoshop yourself on one of the hyenas' bodies? I know. <laughs> Just Photoshop the entire background of all your pictures, just scar collages. Yeah, that whole I'm thing. actually very upset because I thought people were going to. I thought you guys were going to agree with me, but it's fine. No, I was talking about Nightmare Before Christmas the other day, and the entire room of people uh-huh. that I was with was just hating 
on the nightmare before christmas and i was like i didn't know people didn't like that's my favorite movie i was like genuinely shook it is a classic well that should be a good way for you to weed out losers from your life because clearly that (laughs) is one of the best movies ever made it will Mm -hmm. never die um I have coffee mugs with Jack and Sally on them. I am Literally. full force Nightmare Before Christmas love. Me there too. you go. I have a I, I have a three D like Sally one where she's like popping out of the mug. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. This one it's not hot anymore, but it like heat. So there's another picture on it, and it's like the cemetery <gasps> from the Magic. Movie. It's so cool. That's the best movie ever. Stunning. Anyone who doesn't it like is. it is a loser. Uh-huh. And if you're out there listening and you don't like it, mm-hmm. you can just turn this off right now. Um, so, Alessi, what's making you uncomfortable? Or if you'd like to transition, who have you made uncomfortable? Because that's always fun. Ooh. Honestly, I don't think I've made anybody uncomfortable lately. Not that I can think of. Ooh, oh, what's that like? <laughs> Actually... <laughs> No, I'll save that for later. But I think, okay, so I was like driving yesterday, minding my business, right? Literally sitting at a red light waiting to turn because there was like all these cars coming, just jamming out to my uh, all-time low music. And this guy like slams into the back of my car, like (gasps) so hard, like so hard. And he like jerked my car forward. And I was like, oh, okay, somebody just hit me. So I, like, go to open my door and go check on my car, right? Because I'm out of red light, obviously. And he just, like, takes off. Like, he just goes around my car and leaves and just, like, do-do-do. Was this at night or in, like, the day? It was, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Despicable, dude. In the middle of the day. Yeah. awful. It was, like, a literal hit and run. Like, he just dips at. So that was fun. Are I'm you supposed okay? to go to a holiday party? I'm fine, yeah. I'm okay. Is your car okay? Yeah, there's just like a little like bolt looking indent on the back of my car now, but he didn't like seriously damage it, so I wasn't too upset. But I'm like, okay, you could have killed me, low key. Like if you would have literally harder. Yeah, but... it's the principle of it that people don't even show any regard for someone else's well being. You know, that's awful. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that happened to you. I know. It's okay. And I was like by myself because I was just like running to the store real quick to grab something for um for my Halloween costume because we were supposed to go to a Halloween party last night. And I couldn't like drive after that because I was low-key a little traumatized. So I ended up going to the party, but I still had a decent night. But that made me uncomfortable because I was like, okay, like love to know that I can't just run to the store real quick as a female and I you know can't get home safely after that. Like it's just crazy. Cause I feel like if I was a guy he would have stopped. He would have mm-hmm. at least said something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But because I was a female and I was by myself and it was, like, not that big of a deal, he just, like, dips yeah. up. But He thinks he can get away with it. Yeah, or if he were a white guy, he would have come out apologizing, probably. Mm-hmm. And he was a white guy. Because I, I saw him because he was, like, behind me. I'd see him in the mirror. Criminal. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you have, like, one of those, like recording no devices i should though like a dash cam type (laughs) no because literally i have not been in like a car crash like well that was that was the first time i was actually in my car but i've had my car hit like so many times and it's just like 
I should get one of those so that I can like show yeah. people that I really it's not me. <laughs> like it's not me, I swear. It's crazy. Alura, do you have a dash cam? I don't and I want one so bad. I want one. I just want cameras all around me, to be honest. This is the beginning of you becoming like vigilante justice. <laughs> Quite literally. You gotta make like a whole show about your life. You should just start recording everything. You should make a documentary. Oh god. I don't think I'm that interesting. I, I don't think Honestly, I would watch it. <laughs> I don't I th- I think I'm already extending myself doing this podcast. Um <laughs> we're just mining our lives for the most interesting thing. This is it. We get one hour of it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. I I like how me and Alura's discomfort was really stemming from the silliest of things. <laughs> Online dating, crushes <laughs> on cartoon princes, and Alessi was like, I could have died, and humanity doesn't care about each other anymore. Should we surveil each other? Will that help make us care? Like all these deep philosophical questions, and we're like, dick pics! <laughs> So that's making me uncomfortable as well. Very much so. Um, We told you guys she was so wise beyond her years. (laughs) I think the most mature one is I'm the youngest one here. Yeah, youngest literally years, most mature by far. Mm -hmm. Um, Alora, have you made anyone uncomfortable? I mean, I feel like my existence is just makes everyone so uncomfortable, and I'm just Mm -hmm. so loud all the time. Um that I just get people out of their skin. Actually, one of my coworkers, we were like taking our lunch break and he asked me this like very like thought-provoking question and I was just kind of like speechless for a good 5 minutes. Mm-hmm. And he asked me he was like what about like what qualities of yours do you think are beautiful? Like what qualities do you think people think is beautiful and i was like god damn it like i have to be introspective (laughs) and i was he was like you don't have to answer and i was like i feel like i do now um did you smack his lunchables off the table or what i know literally i was just like you can't be doing this to me at like 11 29 a.m um (laughs) on a tuesday morning I was so upset, um, but I, th- I one of my qualities was, like, I'm very honest and very loud, mm-hmm. and, like, those two things can kind of weed out the people that, you know, don't want that energy around them, mm-hmm. you know? That don't deserve to be around you. Yeah, because I'm just always... Like, one of the other coworkers that I was, like, telling you about, whenever I say hi to them, they just are blushing and chuckling nervously <laughs> because they're just, they just don't know what I'm going to say next. <laughs> yes. You are a, a living parade of your true self. And I think that makes Thank a lot you. of people uncomfortable because they perform certain roles. And understandably so. I mean, there's a lot of pressure to do that in very yeah. different spaces but you are flying the allura flag wherever you go and i think that's hard for people to stomach sometimes oh my gosh and also sorry i did a serial killer presentation earlier this week right <laughs> at work and this random guy he just like popped in and then like stayed for the whole presentation and then later i like ran into him in the hallway and he was like who are you and <laughs> 
was like, who are you? And, like, how do you have the authority to, like, present on serial killers here? Who let you in here? <laughs> I'm right. And I was like, I'm Alura, and quite literally, I can do anything I want in this space. Um, well, it's funny, was like, can while you were doing the presentation, I was getting text messages from people of, like, oh my god, I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Why <is he> talking <laughs> about <this? laughs> And I was never prouder of you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, Can it was just talk- so funny. Can we just talk about that person that asked a question and then literally like left right after they asked it though <laughs> i was so pissed he was, was also pissed. the same person that asked me the thought-provoking question i'm crying mm-hmm. yeah he's the worst that doesn't Can't stand that man but i was like are you gonna leave after we yeah you like five different responses <laughs> he straight up dipped it was so funny but yeah mm-hmm. it was so funny I love how you're bringing darkness wherever you go, Allura. Serial killers, murder, all that stuff. It's very good. Thank you. <laughs> Have you watched the Army Hammer documentary? Yet? Okay, so I looked into it, and it's on, like, Discovery. No. And I don't have Discovery. Oh. If you go on F movies, you can watch, like, everything. F movies. Oh, what kind of website <laughs> are you driving? It's not even that bad, honestly. <laughs> oh, discovery. Okay, I going to share my. Power. But I like looked at the trailer, and I want to watch it so bad because it's everything I've ever wanted to know and more. It's like the show was made for Alara Marie Cruz. Yeah. So okay, I so I'm share my password with you or something. Yeah. I might like do like a free trial and then end it. I, yeah. I did mm-hmm. that like three times in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get away with things. You know you could do that with those food delivery services too? Like do it for a mm-hmm. week and then you cancel it. Of course they bother you all the time of like, oh, would you like right. this shitty dinner delivered to if you? you but just send it though. to like your spam email, you know, the one you never use, mm-hmm. but yeah, the one you sign up for everything. I think um, I also make people very uncomfortable wherever I go. It's almost because I think of the opposite effect of Allura. Um, because I... Because <laughs> I tend to be more quiet and uh, have a resting bitch face, which I know is a very gendered, loaded term, but we're going to use it because you know what it means. <laughs> but the RBF and the seething anger and rage... <laughs> that is behind my eyes even if I'm not saying anything I think it makes people very uncomfortable um wherever I go uh but what I've noticed lately is as a parent now I'm exposed to these whole other groups of people which is other <laughs> parents who are living oh. their suburban dreams and taking their kids to school and packing lunches and volunteering for the PTA and putting play dates together and I um, am learning this whole new culture and I realize that especially with the moms because the dads won't talk to you I think it's kind of taboo maybe that it feels like you're being unfaithful or something if you talk to (laughs) someone of the opposite sex on the the lawn Mm -hmm. of a school but the moms (laughs) um, they seem to want to just do superficial chit chat and I'm not good at that. In fact, superficial chit chat about the weather and oh, kids, you know, 
<laughs> that kind of stuff. It actually makes me very angry. Um, <laughs> like it, it, it makes me visibly irritable. Like I'll start tapping my fingers <laughs> and looking around, like looking for a way out. And I've, I've read that that is a symptom of trauma. (laughs) I've read from multiple sources that survivors of trauma have very low tolerance for superficial chit chat because you've been through bad things. You don't want to waste time on stuff that means nothing. Yeah. And I find that to be very true for me. So there was one instance, this was last year. So (laughs) some time has passed. Funny now, but I felt so bad at the time. Um, We were talking to a parent who also has a junior high schooler. And um, she goes, yeah, you know, junior high school is like this whole new world. The kids are exposed to all of these adult things. And it's just too soon. It's too fast. And, you know, and she, she says, oh, my daughter, she brought home her textbook. And there were vulgarities etched with a pen into the textbook could not be erased someone you know just vandalized these textbooks with sexual words and i was like oh well when i was in seventh grade my friends were pregnant and stuff so you know (laughs) (laughs) my friend linda's baby was so cute you know you know they got to finish high school together And I said that, and the look that passed over this woman's face was just like, (gasps) you know, like, (laughs) my daughter won't just be reading those words in her textbook. She will be sucking the dicks. She will be. (laughs) She looked fucking mortified. And I didn't think anything of it because it was true. It happened. Like, Mm -hmm. girls in my junior high school did get pregnant. Like, I didn't think that was any news to anyone but I realize I live in a very different neighborhood than I grew up <laughs> you know kids in this neighborhood they're supposed to go to college and then date for a while and then buy a house you know get to know each other mm-hmm. and not just be banging in the seventh grade bathroom <laughs> uh, you know I'm as crying. I always wanted to do with Gabriel Reynoso but he never gave me the same day <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Uh, so I'm realizing that I'm making suburban mothers quite uncomfortable mm-hmm. with my conversation uh, because the kind of conversation they want to have, I dip out of right away. I just fully check out. And oh, then wait. when I say anything honest or real, they get super freaked out. So I don't know how to find a middle ground so that I can function in this world in a socially acceptable way so that everybody's not telling my kids like, Ooh, your mom says nasty things. She's weird. Honestly, I feel like food is middle ground. Low key. I don't know about that though, because some people's taste buds are not up to date. <laughs> yeah. That's valid. <laughs> that is valid. Yeah. You yeah. know, I have this neighbor and they're like world travelers, okay? Like they're going out of the town like every other weekend. And literally every single food suggestion has been literally trash. Well, and it makes me so upset because I'm like, you have access to so many food opportunities and you still choose to be 
the worst. Like Panera just, you know? <laughs> it's just always just all. And I just told everyone, like, stop listening to the <laughs> recommendations because well, it. How do they function when they travel? Are they just eating in like corporate westernized places? I have no idea. No clue. Because the best part of traveling is getting diarrhea from some food cart, you know? Exactly. That's my goal. That's how I know. At least once. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, that's, it is, I would agree with you, Alessi, like food is a good bonding. But then, like you said, Alora, you have to, Mm -hmm. you have to play this middle ground. Like all this shit that's real popular lately about the butter boards and stuff. I'm like, man, why do people are playing some long ass joke on us because they want to smear <laughs> butter on a piece of mm-hmm. wood and like sprinkle dried figs on it and then scoop it up with what white bread fuck? what are you telling me that there's so many what? flavors in the world and our people have been doing food so much better to eat by hand than to smear butter on wood this just seems disgusting to me and so not flavorful not at all. So they yeah, I'm definitely not work. bringing any spring rolls to uh, <laughs> the the PTA functions or whatever. I gotta move some cheese or something for these people to not get upset. I think if anything, you should continue to say uncomfortable, truthful things to them. Ah, they just haven't been exposed, you know. Yes, I am an educator, so maybe this yeah. is my chance to spread the word. Totally. Okay, I'll keep doing it, and I'll have no friends except you guys. <laughs> That's my long game. Yeah. You know Good. what well, I learned the other day? Uh, speaking of schools, one of my cousins that I went to elementary school with, he was telling me that some of the parents on the PTA were, like, low-key stealing money from the school. Oh. <gasps> Oh my god. And we live like around the corner from our elementary school still. So I was like low key looking. I was like, that's so exciting. That's so bad. I think that happens a lot. Well, one of our aunts was our principal and she got fired for stealing money, but she wasn't the one stealing the money. She Um, sued them and then they found out that it was the parents on the PTA stealing the money. And this was like years ago, right? Because I'm 20 now. And this happened when I was in elementary. I was like, oh my gosh, that's tea. Crazy. Never trust a PTA mom. Absolutely not. Because we were like, okay, my aunt's kind of weird, but like, she's a good person. She's not stealing money from the school. (laughs) What are you talking about? Now she's cool, but it was just crazy. He told me that like last week. I was like, oh my gosh. Maybe that's what these moms are hiding with all of their weather shock is that they're actually pocketing money and all these little... Maybe it's uh, their... uh, That's 100% what's happening. That's how they... And you can't tell me different. That's how they get all these yoga pants. There's like a whole fashion of moms who drop their kids off at school. The whole yoga pants and then the mm-hmm. the racerback tank top that makes it look like they It's the Lululemon. Yeah, but they're not working out. They just want no, to no, they never are comfortable. Like, why do you walk around yeah. like that? Why do you well, walk around? I, like that? My theory is that they want to try to show off their body, knowing that American culture has deemed them unfuckable because they're a mother. <laughs> And they're suburban, <laughs> they're middle-aged, 
but they're still trying to be sexy, you know? And be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm dropping this like- off at school, but this pussy's still tight, you know? And look, look at these buns <laughs> packed into this, this lycra and spandex. So I really think it's this last-ditch effort to be a mm-hmm. sexual object. Uh, meanwhile, I'm just rocking the big baggy sweatpants like I'm a cholo in sixth grade. no you know what makes me uncomfortable people that wear like nine inch heels to go to the store to go to walmart or like to go to school like i know you are not walking up and down all those stairs in those goddamn heels and you're comfortable like i don't i don't get that i can never understand that that just seems bad for your body I would definitely break like wedges, leg. you know, like wedges I can mm-hmm. get around, but like heels, like really. I've never been able to wear high heels. I just like a baby giraffe stumbling around <laughs> through the world. I can't do it. I know Allura can. Allura, you usually got a little heel to you. Yeah. Yeah, but you rock it, you know. Thank you. You're- I was like, is this a personal attack on me? Because no. I will stop. No, you you always look very comfortable in everything you wear. Like you you strut with Thank it. You. So I, I like that. I wish I could do that. White girls. Oh, fashion. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my grandma used to say. She'd be like, Oh, you so fashion. <laughs> And my grandma grandma. always rocked a heel, like, up until she died, she was wearing heels. She she wouldn't go anywhere without a wedge or a heel on. I think it's, like, an Asian thing, you know? They always want to boost their height a little bit and look a little boom-boom fancy. Very much so. Yeah, Yeah. I wear heels to make myself look taller. But I'm not going to go to Walmart in heels, like, you know what I mean? Absolutely not. Yeah. Time and place. So. Well, I'm already a giant, so I guess I don't. <laughs> Remember in Deuce Bigelow when there's a. I know that this is a very politically incorrect movie now, and it would never be made now because of all the objectification and sex work it's and so all that funny. stuff. It's <laughs> but so it still funny, makes me though. laugh every time the tall woman walks by and someone goes, That's a huge bitch. But that's what, <laughs> I, that's what I hear in my head when I walk down the street. <laughs> You know, next to normal sized women, and I'm like a head above mm-hmm. them. That's what I hear in my head. Thank you, That's Rob Schneider. Mm-hmm. We love Rob Schneider. Yes, he's a mixed race person like ourselves. So we oh, love so identity conflict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, honestly, though, that's how I felt when we were in Oregon, but like the opposite, because I was like the shortest one there and I was like behind everybody and I was like, this is so awkward. <laughs> Oh yeah, like, I, we were literally in a like incline, and I was just at the end of it. I was <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I do feel that way. Speaking of Oregon, I have a lot of my Norwegian side of my family in Oregon, and that is the only mm. time I feel short. I'm like the shortest person in the room when I'm with my cousins because everybody is at least six feet tall and right, smart and beautiful and charming with me and. Yes. It sucks when they're younger than you too and they're mm-hmm. like a foot taller than you and you're just like looking up talking to them like yeah I feel so empowered right now like it's the yes. best. Yes. <sighs> well I feel thoroughly bad now. So <laughs> <laughs> 
I see that our icebreaker today is a very large topic that we should probably get to because I feel like we're going to have a lot to say about this. 100%. What do you, my dear ladies, (laughs) feel is taboo in our culture that really doesn't need to be? Clothes. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. So what's taboo that doesn't need to be? Allura, are you going to say incest? <laughs> you going to start talking about Game of Thrones and stuff? <laughs> Allura loves a good incest story. I love a good incest moment, okay? Mm-hmm. It's so good. Can you say that incest is a moment? <laughs> it was just one time. <laughs> there were moments in time. Yeah. And every single time, it's so good. Um, yeah. You just want to brush Damon Targaryen's hair. Are you kidding? He is the most iconic, legendary, just most amazing person I've ever did meet and see and know and love. He's your modern day scar. That's fine. (laughs) Very much so. He's just like so ironically funny. Like he doesn't even have to do anything. He just walks in the room and it's just so funny because you know he's there to wreak havoc and that's yeah. his only mission and goal in life and i want to be that he's over the top bad so it is kind of hilarious i like how alessi's not even fucking with this game of thrones shit because it's just all I, like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah don't worry about it but okay so taboos <clears throat> i think my biggest one is white weddings like wearing white at your wedding i think that's so stupid i really do I've never, I've never agreed with that. Because I feel like it's so bland. Like, why would you want to get married in white? Like, you're not getting baptized. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I get it's supposed to be, like, for most people, it's, like, a religious thing. Like, you know, like, getting tied in for the rest of your lives, whatever, whatever. But I'm, like, I can get tied in for the rest of my life. Not in white. That's going to get dirty, like, the moment I step out into the, you know what I mean? Like, I step out. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah, I I actually experienced a lot of um, social upheaval <laughs> over that during my <laughs> wedding because I, I didn't bet. I didn't wear a white dress. I wore um, before my my grandmother passed right before I got married, and oh. she requested while she was still in the hospital. She said, "You know, when you wear your traditional Vietnamese aoyai at your wedding, I want you to choose green with yellow flowers because." on the street where your great grandmother lived, there was this fence at the end and there were all people would collect all these green bottles. Vietnamese people love the Heineken, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) And so that was something that was in her memory. And then she loved yellow flowers. So she's like green and yellow. Um, And my grandma had dementia. So she was talking all kinds of shit. Like these Filipino nurses are stealing my money. And where's your dad? We need to drink beers and like all this like crazy stuff that didn't make sense. But she was very clear about this. She was like, green and yellow, that's what you got to wear. So I went and I had it tailor-made and had to deal with all the fat jokes from the seamstress. Because she was Vietnamese as well and she weighed like 80 pounds. Um, And so I had that done and I didn't do what a lot of Vietnamese American people do is where they do the aoyai and then they do the traditional like white Western wedding dress. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that because... 
the history of that seems so fucking creepy. I mean, speaking of incest, <laughs> like a father wants his daughter to dress in white to prove that she's a virgin so that he can then sell her to another man, her future husband, to create this economic pact between the two families. Um, and so your daughter's virginity as, you know, represented by that white dress is what seals that deal. So it really objectifies and commodifies the female body in a way that doesn't sit well with me. And I know the dresses are pretty and there's this whole fucking billion dollar industry built around saying yes to the dress. But I was just not into that messaging. And I agree with you. I think on your day that you celebrate love, it should be filled with color. And if you go to a lot of places in the world, you go to wedding dress shops and it's every color of the rainbow. It's not white and another thing too in vietnamese culture white is a funeral color you wore a white band when someone dies you know so why mix cultures and maybe that is the messaging (laughs) is when you're wearing white at your wedding you're dying my because you're no longer (laughs) exactly my inner see i'm not not on that vibe You know, we wear white for funerals too, so it's like that make that makes more sense to me. Because it's like, why would you not want to bring like white and like happiness and like I don't know, like a fucking yeah, you know, like to a funeral? Because it's like personally, I would wear black to a funeral because I just like black. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that seems more appropriate than a wedding. So, what colors are you thinking of wearing when you get married? Uh, red, yellow, and black are our colors. Ooh, love it. Those are bold colors. Mm-hmm. You know, in Vietnamese culture, too, red and yellow are good luck colors. That's what we use at New Year's. Oh, Year, really? So, yes. That's you cool. Have, uh, yeah. Another cultural blessing. I like that. Yeah. I, I never understood the white stuff either. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a taboo that, you know, something that I find here that I think is culturally informed as well is um eating with your hands and sharing Mm. off the same plate like to me that always makes sense that's how i grew up eating food Mm -hmm. um and then everybody will share and pull from the same plate together but then i quickly realized (laughs) you know living in um, different places here as an adult that that doesn't really fly with a lot of people (laughs) No, it doesn't. Grew up here and, you know, don't have a cultural understanding. A loving family. (laughs) They have a shared background. Everybody wants their own individual serving. They got to use utensils because that's sanitary. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it almost seems rude to them if you, like, pick something with your hands. So I always have to remember that, especially around holiday seasons or get-togethers, not to just reach my paw in there because then people are like, oh, no, the animal's back. The savage. (laughs) Um, Don't touch my butterboard with your filthy paws. (laughs) So I think that's a cultural taboo that I think I would like Mm -hmm. to educate people on. Um. Yeah. Allura, what's your your taboo that you want to change? I think one of the biggest taboos in just our culture in general is just sex. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> like, no one talks about it. Let's and it's still, like, it. <laughs> when people do talk about it, it's like everyone's like, oh my gosh. Close your ears. 
this is gross, you know? And like, I know personally for me, it makes me uncomfortable talking about it because I grew up in a Catholic household and everything's just so (laughs) shameful. Well, I know that one. My family's Mormon. <laughs> oh, so that's even tighter. Because I noticed that when I, <laughs> I make like a sexual joke around Allura, mm-hmm. her face just goes. <laughs> it, like, it, it empties itself of all expression. Mm-hmm. Checked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very like, checked out. No, yes. we were having a conversation in her office and she literally did that to me. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's really fascinating just you're like a performer like a vaudeville performer and the the lights have turned off the curtain's gone down and you just shut down yeah that's a skill i have just to shut down like picked up her coffee cup and she was like you gotta change the subject yeah I see I have a very different perspective because my grandmother, you know, worked in the sex industry and she's so she's very open primarily through jokes and stuff. Um mm. and but she would, you know, talk about that stuff. At the same time though, when she was teaching me how to take a shower when I was a little kid, she would keep her undergarments on, you know, so it wasn't like mm. exposing and so maybe she was uh very conscious of that. Uh and then my uh, my mom took nursing classes, too, and worked in a doctor's office for a while. So she had these medical books around. And, you know, she'd talk about my poop a lot with me and, uh, you know, clarify some things about the vagina. It wasn't totally open because I think there was still this um, here in America, this Asian stereotype of, you know, the Asian women have to be demure and not say anything too gross. So it was kind of straddling that line. But I think... When I was a teenager, I would watch movies by Kevin Smith and stuff and just like sex and dick jokes all the time. And that really tapped into whatever my grandma seeded in me and just let the sex plant grow. So I I will talk about it at length and in full graphic detail. And, you know, even my husband will blush a little bit. Gets a little rosy around the cheeks sometimes. The things that I say, which makes me <laughs> want to talk about it more, which says a lot about me. Um, so That's yeah. interesting. I wonder. I like. I wondered because like me and my boyfriend can talk like that, and it's like fine, you know. But I won't really like talk to other people like that. Like a couple of my friends, I can, but some of them, like I just feel like they're weird. And there's also like. <laughs> You have to low-key be careful because these bitches be wanting your mans. And I'm, like, I'm not having that, you know? Mm. So you can't be, like, too detailed because it's, like, no, you know? Oh, my God. I was in the jungle. (laughs) Right? Like, bye. We're, like, pretty much married already. Don't talk to him. Yeah, you do have to be aware of that. Whenever my husband leaves the house and he comes back, (laughs) I say, how many people whistled at you today? How many people right. grab those sweet Hawaiian roll buns you got smuggled in those jeans? And <laughs> they just make you uncomfortable. I was, <laughs> I was gonna say that one made me blush a little. <laughs> 
But you have to check because, you know, the vultures are thirsty out here. I think especially because we live in California, everybody is so beautiful and sexy. And we just live in this culture where everybody's like, yeah, we're close to Hollywood. We'll fuck whoever we need to to get ahead (laughs) and do this. And even though people don't say that, I think that's definitely subconsciously on everybody's mind. So do watch out. Okay, Speaking so Laura, what-, what kind of sex things do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Let's break the taboo now. Preferably none, um, but it's fine. I'm still working on it. <laughs> oh, so baby steps. Baby steps. Well, when you start your online dating profile, you better get ready for some sexual things to come up. Yeah. You can just hand your profile over to me. I'll handle all this. I will. Yeah. I know. I will do that. We'll manage it. Yes, please manage it. I'll just scare everyone away with the graphic nature of my descriptions. Oh, I can't (laughs) wait for that. (laughs) That's so exciting to me. I think it's important to talk about sex, though. Because so many young people, I know because I have a junior high schooler, they don't know what their body parts are or how they work. Mm-hmm. So why are we surprised that we have these crazy high rates of teen pregnancy? Especially like in our communities too. I think there's mm-hmm. an expectation that you get pregnant early and you have to keep the baby. Like The abortion's not an option and now the Supreme Court is taking that away from us anyway. So, um, so I think just that ignorance and the lack of information based on these taboos is has real life impacts for people like we're having shits and giggles about it now but man if i would have gotten pregnant as a teenager i would have been fucked keeping in mind like the boyfriends that i had oh god see alessi you have a nice good man but (laughs) yes when i was your age my choices were no seriously the, the dude my age because he's older than me you guys gotta remember like the guys my age that would try to talk to me i'm like no you're joking right like you're literally <laughs> two years old i'm good it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah like i don't think i've ever talked to anybody that was actually my age they're just like not the brain the brain waves they- they're not fully developed they're like not developed at all i'm just like i don't understand this it's sad yeah, I my husband is much older than me too, so I think it it helps. Older guys are where it's at. Not gonna lie. Yeah, salt and pepper. How do we feel? I I don't think this is a issue here, but I know a lot of people have like weird feelings about big age gaps. I feel like if you're not 15 years old and you're like. Like, if you're 15 years old and you're dating a 25-year-old, like, that's weird, you know? Right. But if you're, like, 16, 17, dating, like, an 18-year-old, I feel like that's not that bad. You know what I mean? Like, but also, Unless like, these perspectives out, do not represent the law of California. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, though, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, my boyfriend turned 18 when I was turning, or when I was 16, you know? And, like... It was whatever, but, like, once I turned 18 and he was, like, 20, it was, like, not that big of a deal anymore because I was already, like, out of that, you know? But we also started dating when I was, like, 14 and he was 16. So I just feel like it just depends on, like, where you're at when you start. 
but don't be dating like a fucking grown ass man when you're in middle school you know what i mean like that's well, weird. yeah it's weird yeah that's, that's a that's... Um, child abuse we're getting into <laughs> illegal immoral (laughs) we didn't know alessi was gonna come in here and just shake shit up for this podcast (laughs) (laughs) 19 it's okay yeah that's same interest (laughs) right okay i said 16 and 18 (laughs) um yeah i i i think it depends on what phase you are in life Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think uh, with my me and my husband, he's eight years older than me. But I think once you get to a certain point, like once I turn thirty, and I'm you know ninety six inside, that right. age difference doesn't really matter. Except for exactly. when he goes, "Oh, babe, remember this commercial that used to play when we were kids?" And I was like, "I was six months old when that commercial came out." <laughs> no, I don't remember that. So that's only the really time, it, the only time that it really comes up. Um. So I think it depends where you are and yeah. you know, what your goals are in life, what kind of lifestyle you want to lead. True. Um, and I think that those gaps are more exacerbated when you're younger. So like even 21 mm-hmm. to 29, that's such a huge yeah. time of change in your life that that could be really hard to bond with someone. But now like I'm almost 40. If I dated someone who was 50, it probably, you know, there wouldn't be a difference. But Allura, um, do you have any experiences or comments or insights on big age gaps? No. So I, well, because my mom and stepdad are, have like 19 years Ooh. apart from each other. And your mom's the younger one. Yeah, my mom's the younger one. Uh, I think they met like around like 22 or 23. So my age and he was like in his 40s. Um, with like three kids, my mom had me, um, and like I just like grew up with that, and it was always normal for me, mm-hmm. you know. But other people find it weird. Um, a personal experience, though. <laughs> I love this story. I'm here for this. <laughs> I was, I think, I was twenty. And I went out on a date with a, <laughs> with a 37-year-old, and I had no idea. I thought he was, like, 28 at the oldest. Mm-hmm. Um, His but he wasn't. His was great. <laughs> it was on point. I had to ask for the skincare. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> he ended up having, um, <laughs> he ended up having, like, two kids. One was, like, 11. Oh, damn. The other was, like, five or six. It was so crazy. Um, He was a narcissist, um, obviously, with that. Literally didn't get a word in the whole time. Um, And when I did, he immediately turned it to himself again. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I didn't figure out the age difference until... Um, I got home and I started doing math and um, (laughs) (laughs) and then I started talking to one of my good friends and she's just so great at investigative work and so she found out his birth date and it was shocking um and so then totally just not into it anymore obviously and then Literally earlier this year, this was like 
two, three years ago. Okay. Totally fell off the face of the earth. Whatever. I get a text message (laughs) from this unknown number. And this man made a reappearance. And I had no idea. I obviously didn't like save his number. So it was like brand new. And he was like, are you ready? And I was fully... (laughs) fully like well prepared to receive like a dick pic and what i received was even worse um it was a car (laughs) selfie bruh (laughs) i immediately blocked him and i did some like investigative work and i found out like he has like this um like car detailing service and it's the worst like i was looking at the yelp reviews Less than one star. All of them were just like he's a con artist. Like, do not go to this man. And he even responds like so angrily to the reviewers. And I was like, this is like he's a psychopath. So <laughs> pathetic. It, like, it's such a big turnoff when somebody is bad at their job, but then to know that they're an internet troll too, it just like mm-hmm. so ugly. <laughs> it was crazy. So yeah. Now my limit is, I would say, 28. And really be 28. That's good. Yeah. How do you feel about... Because I watch 90 Day Fiancé a lot. Mm -hmm. That is my show. I love it so much. Yes. Because it's just modern day colonialism with a dating Mm -hmm. theme. But there's a lot (laughs) of older women on that show who are just cruising for exotic bohunks, some like swarthy young dudes from Egypt who want to come to America. So there's some big (laughs) age gaps, but the reverse way with the genders, you know, so the woman is older and the man is younger. How do you feel about that? Or is it the same for you? I honestly haven't thought about it. I think it's the same. I think, you know, now that I'm older, what bums me out is if one person is significantly older and they get sick and Mm -hmm. start to die, (laughs) then Mm -hmm. your romantic partner has to basically become your caretaker. And that just seems like a, a relationship dynamic that would be so painful and traumatic. And so I think either way. You know, whoever is older, if there's a gender difference or even if it's like a same sex marriage, that would just be such a bummer to have to do Mm -hmm. that. I agree. But I think also like the maturity levels. I mean, I guess you can be like more mature if you're older, you know, but I just feel like when the girl, like when the female is older, it's just a little worse, like on the dynamics because guys don't develop as fast and like. From what I've seen, when the female's older and the guy's younger, like, it's just toxic as fuck, you know? Yeah. Low-key. But I think it could go either way, honestly, because females can be immature, too. Yeah. Oh, my God, definitely. You know, I think there's this underlying message to uh, women in our society that we have to be the hotter one in the relationship. Mm. You know, to have some kind Mm -hmm. of sexual control or have the upper hand in that way, which is a fucked up thing with our gender socialization. But 
I think that does happen. So we tend to not want to be the older one. It seems like older women in relationships, I know they're very insecure about it. Because they're like, oh, the guy's mm-hmm. younger. He's going to find someone younger and hotter than me when I start to wrinkle and age. True. So it's all, it all gets better from here on out. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so every episode, that was fun. every episode, I'm going to bring up something about sex to make you uncomfortable. Okay. Laura. Perfect. Thank I'm you gonna, for that. I'm going to start making a long list. <laughs> My favorite. Can't wait. But things. Oh my God. Alessi, I know you had a lot of things that make you uncomfortable that you wanted to potentially share today. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Let me think. I forgot. I know you mentioned avocados, which I agree with you on. Avocados are fucking disgusting, man. Allura, first scar, now avocados. I don't know about this. (laughs) Am I the villain? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. The texture I just, is disgusting like, and the flavor is non-existent. You have to like mm-hmm. douse it in salt or sugar or something to make it go away. Or but what about guacamole? No. Okay, but with guacamole, I do make that at home, but I put so much like lime and garlic and salt in it. It doesn't taste like an avocado anymore. So the avocado mm-hmm. itself is besides the point. Okay. Gross. And they use kind a lot of water. Bad. Yeah, no, like, when I was a kid, somebody left a old Subway sandwich in the fridge, and mm. I thought that it was guac, and it was um, old, and I I didn't eat it, but I forgot if it was my auntie or my uncle, but they ate it, and I like, watched them, like, projectile vomit that shit out, and I just, I can't, I can't do avocado anymore, oh. and I just don't. But it was, okay. but it was like moldy avocado you know what i mean like it wasn't not avocado like there was avocado Mm -hmm. in it but it was moldy got it and like it was just green shit like flying out of their mouth like (laughs) it was so bad it was so (laughs) i was like no literally like i watched exorcist and i was like that's exactly what it felt like watching like no i'm good can't do it Okay, maybe you guys are turning me into an avocado hater now. <laughs> that was a very visceral story. That very you much so. That was a little bit I had rough. To, you know. One time I projectile it. vomited a chili dog when I was like three years old. And it literally oh sprayed oh across the room. It like created a line across the wallpaper. Oh my god. I was drinking a milkshake in my garage one time. And my mom <laughs> made me laugh so hard that I like... I didn't throw it up, but it came out of my nose and it like <gasps> flew out of my mouth everywhere. I was probably like nine or ten, but I was just laughing so hard that it was just like coming out of like every hole of my face. I was like, cool. <laughs> so can you drink? Speaking milk- of. Pro- oh, can you? Can you still drink a milkshake today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I love milkshakes. Not too much trauma. Okay. Sorry, Alara. Go ahead. No, no, I think I was just going to share my projectile vomit story um, since we're on that topic. I <laughs> was craving these like salt and pepper chicken wings oh, yes. for months. <laughs> oh. <laughs> for months. And so I was going to this party and I decided to pick up like a whole like party platter of it. And so like we're at this party, I'm like eating 
like so much of it because I was like, you know, this is my moment. And so then I was fine, got home, went to bed. Then at like two in the morning, wake up feeling so sick, so disgusting and go to the bathroom and immediately it was so traumatizing. It came out both ends, like at the same time. <laughs> oh my. Like, and that had never happened to me before. And I was literally just so shell shocked. I was so hurt by the winks because I was like, I have loved you so much and was craving you. And now I can't do it. When you came back um, to work, that first day back yeah. at work, you looked like you had returned from war. Like, so I, disillusioned I really and heartbroken. <laughs> you had seen I was much. so heartbroken. Literally. So, yeah, I haven't been able to eat salt and pepper chicken wings. But, you know, after it came out both ends, like, it, I was literally cured after that. It was just, like, a one and done. So, thank goodness it didn't continue. At least it didn't last. Yeah. That would suck. Food poisoning is not too bad because you just get it out and then it's over with. It's the, Have you uh, ever had somebody projectile vomit on you? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my, no, seriously. I was like holding my baby cousin, just like vibing this nigga. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. He, like, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> face, like <laughs> I was like, fuck, I forgot we were recording. No, but this child literally, like, I take him from my grandpa. I'm just, like, vibing out, holding him. He projectile vomited into my mouth. Oh my into God. my mouth. And I literally, I threw up. I was like, that's disgusting. Like, yeah. Especially when you, you can could feel the chills. Oh, it was nasty. It was, like, all over me. Like, my shirt that I was wearing is literally stained with throw-up still. Like, it will not come out. It was so bad. It was, like, a knitted shirt. Or, like, yeah, like, knitted shirt. And it's, like, stuck in the Uh, creases. That's gross. That's kind of one of my uh, pet peeves is when food gets stuck in carpet or something. So, if food gets stuck in, like, a knitted shirt, that makes me want to barf out my soul. But yeah, I mean, I have three kids, so I've been barfed on many times. I kind of, uh, you know, took care of my brother and sister a lot growing up, too, so they barfed mm-hmm. on me as well. But oh, this one time, uh, my uncle and his family had just arrived from Vietnam. They'd just been here a couple weeks. And for some <laughs> reason, I was they were all sharing a room in my, my grandparents' house. And for some reason, I would want to sleep in there, too. I was like, no. Well, four people's not enough in one room. Let me add one more. <laughs> Let me get a slumber party, unk. And I was feeling real bad. And so I laid down on the bed. And just in the middle of the night, it was like a fountain of barf, you know, as I'm laying on my back. And it splashed down and got in my eyes. And I woke oh. up screaming like, ah, my eyes are burning, you know, from all the stomach acid. And I could just see my oh. uncle's face just like smoking a cigarette looking at me just shaking his head like why did we even come to america you know what is going on what what literally these kids <laughs> um so that was bad i felt really bad because you know you immigrate to this country and then i'm just barfing all over your room oops sorry right i was taking a shot one time and i like tried to take it too fast and i literally threw it back and got it in my eye 
like straight <gasps> into my eye oh that was like the worst pain i've ever felt but that reminded me of it because i was like what is in my eye because i didn't realize you know mm-hmm. oh it was so bad just straight captain morgan into my right eye it was so oh, bad the burning well it got out any bacteria that you may have had in your eye <laughs> Right? I'm like, hey, maybe my stigmatism is gone now. Yeah, there you go. And there's a drip <laughs> of whiskey in there. Right. Well, on that note, I think that that's a perfect end point. That's a nice little bow on this mm-hmm. gift of an episode. Yes. Period. So, Allura, you want to... Oh, okay. wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, I have to tell no. you something. Yes, okay. I have to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Before we do end it. Um... So, you know how we're moving to Hawaii and everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got engaged, like, about two weeks ago. What? Yeah. And I was waiting for the podcast to tell you. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. But I was like, I gotta tell you on the podcast. So, I low-key had to remove you off of my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so plotting but i was so like, conniving i respect it the secrecy is sexy i had to stay committed yeah she texted me and she was like i had to remove auntie from my instagram because i first on and i posted it oh my god i felt so bad oh my god i was like no well so you have to add her back now yeah So many things. Oh I feel God. like I'm the old person in the room, and all these things are happening around me, and I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> congratulations!" So, um, do you want to share like how it happened, like what it was, or is it private? Sure. No, I'll talk about it. So, um, there's this pumpkin patch, like Temecula area, that I always wanted to go mm-hmm. to, and since mm-hmm. I was like a child, and my birthday is in October, so and I've never really been to a pumpkin patch, and I've always wanted to. So he took me there, and we like hung out, you know, like walked around the pumpkin patch, like looked at the pumpkins and stuff, took some pictures with the pumpkins, and our friend was with us. And then like we went to like the middle of like the whole thing or whatever, because there was like tables there. We were trying to figure out where we were gonna go to eat, and. I was, like, talking to my friend. I was, like, do you, like, want Mexican food? Like, Taco Bell? Like, what are we feeling, you know? And then I, like, turned back to him to ask my boyfriend. And he was, like, on his knee. And I was, like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) And I was, like, fuck. Okay. And then he, like, grabbed my hand and he, like, started talking. Oh, my God. It was so cute. I, I won't go through all that. But it was so cute. But, yeah, it was really sweet. And it was, like perfect because like i'm a little spooky spooky mm-hmm. child you know so it's just like the perfect vibe and it was so cool. especially yeah. since it's a place you've wanted to go your whole life pretty much and that's very thoughtful that he took you there and made it a special moment in that special place and i love that you mentioned taco bell right before you got proposed <laughs> so romantic <laughs> you really like i think we did go to taco bell too <laughs> you are cute. such a crunch wrap supreme i love it and I'm so excited for you. Congratulations. Thank you. We're so exciting. We're expecting invites to the wedding. Yes. Yeah. You can't we are gonna be getting married in Hawaii. You can't block me from Instagram when you get married because I will <laughs> no. there never again, never again at the wedding. I'm so excited. Yay! To. I know. It's so, it's so exciting. 
So, well, with that, <laughs> I think that concludes our episode. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of hashtags here. We're going to have, like, Taco Bell, oh, so many. It's butt stuff. <laughs> All the things, um, taboos. Mm -hmm. So please follow us on Instagram at TMMU Podcast. Join our community, subscribe, do all the things. And until next time, make good choices. (laughs) 